We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's goody? Lucky Lefty Podcast, the Anor Boys. We're here. Brought to you by Anor Whiskey, AnorWhiskey.com, and MalikZaire.com, where you can not only get Anor Whiskey, but you can get all your travel needs taken care of over the holiday season. Flights, hotels, vacation packages, whatever you need. MalikZaire.com. Left. I learned something about myself today. Okay. That I did not know. I just actually had a discussion with my wife about it. Got a good laugh. I realized that I am more of a pie guy than a cake guy, left. Okay. Okay. I, ne- I never knew that. If you had asked me before, I would have definitely said cake without question. Number one, because my favorite dessert is my mom's carrot cake. She makes it for me every Christmas. Carrot cake. Oh, my mom's carrot cake is absolutely a man. The superlatives don't even give it the credit it deserves. But I'm only like a three, maybe four cake man. Okay. It's carrot, lemon, chocolate, and red velvet, depending on the person making the red velvet. I like red velvet donuts. Okay. But I get you. Shout out to my 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 G baby, my goddaughter. She has her own business. She's a fantastic baker. She makes me red velvet cookies for Thanksgiving. Phenomenal. Now technically it's it's just chocolate, right? And technically chocolate, you know, with some coloring and you know the cookies. I mean like the actual it red velvet isn't an actual flavor. No, 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 no. See, that's why you have, that's why I said it depends upon the person making the red velvet, because sometimes chocolate can be bitter. And if you make the red velvet look too bitter, it kind of defeats the purpose of it looking like strawberry. You know, you kind of want that sweetness to it. So I learned today that I'm a pie guy, bro. Dude, I, man, I rattled off at least 10 to 12 pies I love, bro. Just easy yeah i'm like yo i just realized i'm a pile of cake guy 
No, I mean, hey, I, I definitely fluctuate. It just depends on who's making it for me in terms of the crust. I'm a pie crust guy. And sometimes if the, for instance, apple pie, if the apples are too big, I'm not a fan of. You know, I like more chopped apples in my apple pie. And it has to have the nice cons consistency of the, uh, the, the paste with mm -hmm. the crust. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Shout out to our guy, uh, Jason Smith. He said, I'm trying to hear that Twisted T harmony. You know, as always, we're going to see if the nation presented by Twisted T. Hey, hey, shout out to Drake and J. Cole on putting out some real hot. You know, I'm not too much of a Drake fan, even though, dude, my daughter had to remind me. We were having a conversation and she said, Daddy, when I was little, it's funny how you always talk about how disappointed you've been in Drake's last few projects. But when I was younger, you used to play Thank Me Later all the time. And I said, baby, his early stuff was fire. It I is said, I said, the mixtapes, hey, dude, the Show Me a Good Time joint, that was my joint. Oh, that was my joint. Classics, classic, uh, pop. Woo! That was my joint. And my other joint is uh views from the views from the six, the uh Western Road flows. 
joint. With Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Sample. Yeah, that's my joint. Yeah. Like, what are those? Yo, your boys ain't even coming close. I'm like, yeah. Okay. See, I like that. That that flow Drake. That flow Drake, I can rock with. That's his whole uh, scary hours three was. That was nice. Oh, that singing it, man. Just just do your thing, bro. Y'all get mad at him for being an artist. I'm not I'm not mad at him. I didn't say I was mad at him. Maybe not you specifically. It's People like mad at him for being an artist. It's like Jay-Z's Kingdom Come. Jay-Z is like my dude. That's my that's my dude. But that kingdom come, I'm like, come on, Jay. I don't know what vibe you on. I don't know what you're trying to do. You're trying to be an artist and all that. Just no, just flow, dog. I don't Jay-Z can't do it like Drake. Drake get pissed off and make something crazy in five days and, and give it back to you. He's like, Yeah, I heard all the oh, this ain't it. I'm falling off. He ended up making six six for six like Jordan. Dropped it in five days and said, Take that. Now everybody back on. Now, first of all, you need to relax. That dude ain't nothing like Mike. That's a little disrespectful. A little disrespectful. You saw the music video with him and J. Cole. As, I'm gonna say it again. He ain't Mike. That dude has gone to the championship and lost. Okay. Need I remind you, he lost the push of T battle. Oh, uh, I don't, don't want to hear that. And I'm gonna act like he undefeated in these streets. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. And Drake already went went over that and, and crushed that way a long time ago. Well, that's the way you feel. I'm just saying, when it was happening in real time, didn't go too well for the Canadian uh the Canadian LL. You know, that's really what he is. Canadian LL Cool J. Oh, first of all, LL is the first. They could never make no songs like Drake. I'm about to flow. You know what? The R&B, R&B, yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on. R&B, yes, yes. LL Cool J was was who he was. Yes. R&B, yes. The the blueprint. Yes. The blueprint for Drake was was LL. He was the first. Ladies love R and B harmony, and dude, we but Drake is so battle rap stratosphere though. Battle rap, we want to just straight bars. Drake ain't even close. <gasps> ain't, ain't even close. On straight bars. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. When has anybody ever commended LL for having no, straight no, bars? LL ended career. Well, you, you ain't do you ain't heard from Cassidy. You ain't heard from uh no, it's wait Cassidy. Yeah, we heard from Cassidy. Say what? You said Cassidy? Yes, we we hear from Cassidy. You just battle rapping. No, 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 not Cassidy. You, uh, what was dudes? Dude, LL has ended careers. He's ended careers of legends. Like no more. No one wants to hear from you anymore. Drake hasn't done that. You miss. I said LL was the everything Drake has done. LL laid the blueprint, uh, and if people don't want to give him respect for who he is, this man was the first person in hip hop to refer to himself as the goat. The first. And if you really go listen to, his, you go check out his discography and his impact on the game. 
Drake has surpassed LL Cool J by milestones. John Massey said Pusha T bullied a man into raising his son. <laughs> he did. Okay. He did. Man, look, we're going to give our prediction and give Malik's three keys, but it's Wake Forest, y'all. I mean, it really ain't too much to dig into. So let's have some fun tonight, man. If y'all want to, we're going to do GTB, get to the bag. If you have a get to the bag question, put it in there. Super chat is open. You know what I'm saying? I apologize. We missed super chats at the end of the show on Wednesday. And uh, we promise not to do that again, man. <laughs> that is that is pretty petty train work. I agree. I agree. He, he did bully that man. Like, no, nah, you ain't gonna get off scot free. Dude. I mean, he 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 mentioned it, you know. But Drake done. If we talking careers, Drake's career is incomparable to anybody right now, from just hits and relevancy and just the man has outdone himself. Thank you, Jay Henry. I was talking about cannabis. Cannabis was like supposed to be next. He's supposed to be next. That cat cannabis was supposed to be next. Had the, the flow, the voice, everything. LL just. And this is LL like 15 years in. This ain't like young LL. This is like LL 15 years in. Like, let me end this dude's career. Let me just end his career, though. And that's exactly what he did. That dude never popped. He never popped. <laughs> that dude LL. I'm telling you, man, LL is like, hey, bro, that dude was the blueprint for a lot of these cats when it comes to like, Switching it up, implementing the slow jams. Wait, Kanye was doing the sampling of older tracks first. I didn't say sampling, bro. LL didn't really do samples, dude. This man was 16 and wrote, I Need Love, dog. You know how many weeks <laughs> I Need Love was number one? This dude was a hardcore rapper talking about when I'm alone in my room, staring at the walls. What? Come on, man. Nobody was doing that in hip-hop. Left? Nobody. But what is somebody that's doing it in Drake's standpoint? Give me a comparable career right now to Drake. From a career standpoint, nobody. It's different eras. That's bro. all I'm saying. It's just like, even now, who is going to take the crown from Drake right now? Ain't nobody out there. Hmm. That's why he got to keep dropping every couple months because ain't nobody making no music. Well, dude, I mean, that's what you, you're you're spitting on. on You're pretty much dogging the current crop of artists. Yeah. Like I said, that has nothing to do with L. When I'm alone in my room, <laughs> bro, <laughs> you have to understand, I was like the 80s, bro. Nobody was doing that. <laughs> That dude, that dude has a whole generation of grandmamas and mamas that still love this dude. No, that's right. That's right. To this day. That's like right. L can still do big arenas, bro. All grandmamas and mamas. To this day. That's bananas. And that's why I say, dude, from a career standpoint, he is comparable to Drake, dude. Especially what he's becoming like comparable TV. Comparable to Drake? 
what he's become in TV and movies? Are you kidding me? Oh man. That dude, that dude was that dude was the GOAT in this arena and then said, I'm gone because y'all ain't even giving me no competition. And then went to TV and mute TV and film and killed dude. Tell me, tell me into deep that cat God ain't one of the dopest. No, 100 percent That was a good role Dopest villains Super of all dope. time. Villains, yeah, for sure. Man, that, that dude one of the coldest vill villains in the culture ever. Ever. Next next to the next to the bald black dude in all the Tyler Perry movies. What's his name? Oh, I forget his name. Oh, that's uh Wood Harris's brother. <laughs> yeah. Steve Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Wood Harris's brother. He's a super villain in every movie for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That cat, man, I had never seen anything like when that cat, LL, went downstairs and said, it's my man, you know? Give me the pool stick. Yeah. Yeah, got him right. man. Yeah. Oh, that dude to love it. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it was crazy. It was a good movie, though, for sure. I that's, love, that's, uh, they, did they shoot? I know they, it was Cincinnati, right? Yeah, I think so. That was in, uh, uh, what, uh, Wind Woods in the area. Mm. Now I'm trying to think. Uh, what's my guy's name? Omar Epps, man. What a great actor that was. Yeah, man. yeah. Jay, you ain't a cop, Jay Reed. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, you number love you, dog? Yeah, straight up. <laughs> so, what do you think about before we get into Notre Dame? You know, Michigan backs off. They don't want a lot of things to come to light and discovery. NCAA is still with the FBI investigating. Now they're like, oh, we'll take the three games. It's like, man, look, we told y'all that weeks ago. Like, shut up, take the three games, and let the Big Ten wipe their hands of it so you can move into the new Big Ten next year. That's pretty much it. Malik's Three Keys, brought to you by Noah Whiskey. Uh, key number one, show up. Straight up. Like, put your name on the, on the top of the uh, page. If Notre Dame shows up, shout out to my boy, Double R, Ryan Roberts. If Notre Dame shows up, they'll win tomorrow. It's as simple as that. It's that simple. But... Left your three keys for tomorrow. Three keys. Sam Hartman's got a well, matter of fact, okay. First key. I want to see a special teams light up the scoreboard. Hmm. I want to see our special teams make plays in many different aspects of the game. I want to see our special field goal kicker and punt make plays all game. That's what I want to see. Because I think that third phase is something that needs to be critical for us when we head into bowl season, and that needs to just be sharpening our skills. So special teams, I'd love to see Coach Biagi come alive. Maybe some pump blocks, you know, field goal blocks, something to make an impact because Marcus Freeman in field position, he's got to make up for that. 
I, you know, Chris Tyree owes us. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, Marty Biaggi, for the most part, man, the special teams groups have improved throughout the season and gotten better. Uh, Garrett Schrader, more consistent as a place kicker. The punting game, you know, missed tackles against Clemson, but, you know, most of the units have been steady and, and steadily improved. Like I said, Chris Tyree, he owes us. The kick return crews, um, yeah, they've been explosive. So I can see one, maybe two special team impactful plays against Wake Forest left. I, I, I can see that. Absolutely. And then the second one has definitely got to be offense has to hit 50. Mm. I just think it's just – I think if we can do it, we did it versus Pitt, shows that we're capable, but we need to be able to do that against Wake Forest. Sam should have a lot of motivation to play well. I mean, it shouldn't be hard, you know, his motivation to play well every game this year. So I think his moment that's valued to Notre Dame can be considered here because, I mean, at this point in the season, you got to finish off in a, in a good light for what Notre Dame was able to give you, you know what I mean? And I think – you leading that charge by having the receivers get involved. If you got five touchdowns, four got to be the receivers. You see what I'm saying? So uh, the point total of getting 50 or at least 49 is definitely – at seven touchdowns, definitely got to get close to that. So is this without help from special teams and uh, defense? As a team. But, Sam, if, he's, if we have 49, he should have at least four or five touchdowns. You know what, Les? I said this and I caught flack in the leftovers and post-show comments because I said, man, I don't like Sam Hartman going out like this. I said, it is what it is. It didn't work out. But I need him to have two good games to end his Notre Dame career. That's right. Yeah, just just give us a nice finale. I think Jack did a – that's probably the most memorable thing about Jack is that he gave us two final memorable showdowns. Even though we didn't mm-hmm. win that bowl game, he right. played well enough for us to win, you know. I agree. And my hope is that he plays well in the next two games and if he decides to play in the bowl game, that as well. Um, the last so, one, I think, would be just to stay healthy and then it, however we can do that because at this point it's about winning in style to get a good bowl game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I just want to see some youngsters tomorrow left. I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, senior day, let the seniors play. Get them out of there by, man, middle of the third quarter. You know, and then, you know, we're not going to have snow or anything memorable like that, but. Yeah, it's no excuse. I mean, hey, this is just an opportunity that, like, I want to see Sam do well these last two games because I know anything worse, you know, Play well and compliment with Steve. Hopefully Steve is in the game plan for these next couple games because he needs mm-hmm. to be. I think if we're focused on the future and we're still, you know, focused on winning, Steve has to play. Marcus Freeman has to put that on the top of his his list of importance because that is going to determine a lot going into bowl season and afterwards.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. LL question of the day. Which senior are you going to miss the most? Which senior are you going to miss the most? LL question of the day. Try to give me one. I know you guys like to throw lists of people when we give you a question of the day. Try to give me one. Which senior are you going to miss the most? Well, who's been most memorable, if you can consider it? Um, Cam. Cam Hart. Cam would be the, the my only pick, I think. Not only pick, but Cam would be a huge pick for me just because, you know, I think if you're thinking of seniors, of which ones you would like to come back, Cam is one of the few I would say I would like to come back if he, you know, were able to do that. I don't think Cam can come back, but right, right, yeah. Like, who would we need if we if was leaving this year for next year? I think Cam could be a nice piece. That if he was able to come back, I think as a senior we would miss him more. Um, I believe Howard Cross has the ability. Him and Riley Mills both have the ability to come back. Howard Cross would be great, I think. You know, just I think his development over the year. And what happened to Jason Onye, man? I thought he was going to pop on the scene a little bit more. Um, but, it, you know, nobody really stood as that pack leader in the D-line room. Each had games that, you know, helped and contributed more than, than others. But just no true pack leader like we had with Alfowski. But I think, you know, in the, at the end of the day, it goes back to sacks do matter, Marcus Freeman. And I think in some of them games, we could have used a few more. I think Ohio State, we only had a couple. You know, um, uh, Louisville, we only had a few. Mm-hmm. Clemson, we only had one that I, that, I, that I can remember. John Baptiste got that one. But just not enough in that area to make us intimidating, mm-hmm. not only in the stat sheet, but just, you know, overall play. I think if you just not – having enough impact in that category. It just it, – and our defense is obviously top 10 or whatever it may be, but that would have just took us over the top of my opinion. 
Can I and read winning you a, games and winning can, games, not just statistics? Can I read you a tweet that connects to the conversation we had about Jared Parker saying uh, when teams play man to man, you know, it really doesn't benefit you to go play action. That's right. Can I read you a tweet? Yep. Dan Orlowski, you know him as, you know, color guy for college football on ESPN. And, Mr. Uh, out of bounds. NFL Live, Mr. Out of bounds for the Detroit Lions as a quarterback. Absolutely. He tweeted out the top offenses in the NFL in all caps, all of them have plenty of one pre and at the snap motion, two personnel and formation flexibility, and three heavy use of play action. Yet teams, yet teams think they can run offenses that don't have these elements and be successful. That's on coaching 100%. Period. But for a Jared Parker who's inexperienced, I'm not surprised he doesn't know that. I'm not surprised he doesn't use more play action because he's still learning what he wants to do himself offensively. And I think the focus that he had going into the year about doing the things that we lacked the year before, play action wasn't one of those things I think he put on the list of importance, which at the end of the day, I think play action would have made Tobias a, a very, very good player for us because of the, the, the size of the player and the ability to have him one-on-one -on -one because safeties are just bolting up the field due to run. Mm -hmm. I mean, just the limitless opportunities and how easy it is to call offense when you don't have to worry about everybody dropping aid or showing you different blitzes and, and, and this and that on third down because they're worried about stopping the run. And when you have great play action, it can come at any moment and you set teams up better having a use of play action. And I think that's where we really didn't find success where I think Jared Parker had in his mind of opening up the pass game. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Shout out to Coach Michael Shrewsbury and the Fighting Irish getting a big win against Oklahoma State earlier today in overtime, 66-64. Marcus Burton with another 20 in the big win. Uh, they had a disappointing showing uh, last night, but they rebounded. Tough team. I told you, Left. They're tough. You know, you, physically, you might get them rebounding, and they're going to have to learn to play some really tight D, really good defense. But the young team, they're going to get better as the season goes along. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that young dude. I like that young dude. I mean, they, got, they did get waxed by Auburn, though. Uh, they did. They, they did get whacked. <laughs> I was just more like, dang, it was a bigger gap than what I would have assumed it would be. Because, you know, we, we're on a good little upward trend, I think, as a mm -hmm. basketball program with Michael Shrewsbury. But maybe Auburn is just that deal this year. Who knows? I mean, maybe mm. that's like we stole something. <laughs> Lucky Lefty Podcast. So, before but we shout, Wait, but shout out to Dayton, though, beating LSU. Just, just putting Dayton on the map once again. You know, they was down, they was down forty-five to sixty now, and finished winning like sixty-seven or, or seventy to sixty-five or something like that. I, I saw that. I watched that comeback. I also watched Missouri close 
on a 29-3 run at Minnesota. Okay, that was pretty come back from a 20-point deficit. This was like with seven minutes left in the game left. Oh, they must have been just hitting everything. Man, dude. <laughs> just just crazy. Man. That that was like one of the greatest choke jobs in college basketball I've seen in a long time. You up 20 really? with like seven. Dude, that's I was like, yeah, Minnesota's gonna continue to be trash in a big team. Left, I need help. Can you help me out, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now Fans left understand that I'm coming at this from the perspective of a Bears fan. Okay? Let me just put that disclaimer out there. Left. Left. For two years, the top two prospects in the NFL draft have been Drake May and Caleb Williams. Have they not? I mean, yeah, last year included. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. It's been like known that they're the top two picks for a while. And Drake May's team is trash and they still got him as top, you know, as the Bears want him. And Drake May's team is trash right now. So they see, shouldn't see, see you, you're trying to throw me an alley oop right there. <laughs> because I'm but trying Drake to figure I'm trying to figure out, and I know people will, you know, have their thoughts. Why is it that when Caleb Williams plays a bad game a la Notre Dame or doesn't have like five touchdowns and 400 yards and only puts up like 282 with no interceptions and a rushing touchdown against Oregon. Like why is it must-see trash Caleb Williams time? And I think some of that news is fake news too. He wants stock in the team, and I, I'm know. not. I'm not worried, dude. It's propaganda, and I'm worried about it, left, because every Caleb Williams average or mediocre game is like a twenty thousand field arena with a rock band on stage. That's right. Oh my God! Did you, Caleb Williams? Caleb Williams. And every time Drake May plays like trash, it's a whisper. It don't even like they don't even it, put it on the news. They dude, just say North Carolina lost another close one. That's all they say. That dude is one and two against Georgia Tech in his career, bro. <laughs> Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, bro. Has losses to Virginia. Oh, I mean, dude, his last three games in the regular season last year were super mid. Super mid with I mean Drake May struggling in the ACC. Not the Pac-12 that's dominant this year, the ACC. So what brought this about? And I do Adam Johns, who I have a great relationship with, dude. Great Bears reporter, always accommodating with his time when I was a producer. Super cool dude. He came on a radio station here in Chicago and alluded to the fact that he felt like the Bears were leaning towards Drake May. Yeah, I've seen a couple reports. Left, I'm sorry. I can't have another number 10 drafted over another quarterback 
from North Carolina <laughs> and Chicago. Uh, I can't go through that again, left. I can't do it. My heart can't take it, left. But but Drake, but Drake May's not bad. He's way more I, talented than Trubisky. Yeah, left. I just can't take that, bro. I, it, dude, just 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 pass the on the quarterback. The Bears pass, do it. Just pass on the quarterbacks and keep Justin. Don't don't take me through that, bro. Just get Joe Alden, Marvin Harrison Jr. call today. John Massey, come on, man. It's 2023. Stop. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Game day is at James Madison. I don't want to hear that. It's 2023. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear nothing about USC being a national team and nobody cares about UNC. People care about Drake May. People only go yeah, to the game because of Drake May. People only tune in because of Drake May. It's eyes, right. it's eyes all across the nation on Drake May every week. Every week. Every week. And they every week they let him legendary, slide, uh, every He week. plays for a legendary Hall of Fame coach. I don't want to hear that. That's right. It's oh, yeah, got a good coach. Yeah. It's not like back in the day where team, teams weren't televised and all of that. No. This dude is on national TV every week. And losing a lot. Every week. This dude lost to Virginia this year, dude. Yeah. See, that was the thing. Adam Johns was like, man, I went to the game. I went to the game. And, you know, this dude just made plays, play after play, with his arm and his legs to overtime to get the win over Duke. I'm like, Duke is on, like, their third-string quarterback. They got, like, five starters out on defense, so it's not the same defense that Sam Hartman and Notre Dame face. It's not. I'm like, dude, I just watched this dude choke against Virginia in the fourth quarter, like, two weeks ago. And the dude lost to Georgia Tech. At home a week before that. Not a peep left. Not one negative arc. Nothing. Nothing. And now this propaganda is reaching Chicago. And we're gonna have to get another number 10 from North Carolina. Uh-uh, yeah. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. That's what y'all aiming for. I'm not having it, dude. And this ain't this ain't about Caleb. This is about my Bears fandom. I can't take it. <laughs> Y'all are gonna make that mistake. I can't take this overhype, not overhype, but I can't take this propaganda. UNC quarterback that wears number ten. I I, I can't do it, left. I can't do it. So Listen, if the Bears, it. if the Bears end up getting the second pick, and they take them at number two, I'm good. But if the Bears take him at number one. And leave Caleb on the board. Yep. Be like, yep. Same thing we did to Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, bro. About to watch this team. About to watch this team do the exact same thing. Yep. It's just amazing, man. I just felt like I had to bring that up from the perspective of, of, of my Bears fan. The Bears have been wanting this move since the beginning. That's why all this negative Caleb press is coming for because it doesn't make sense. Drake May has had a worse season than Caleb. Facts. Period. Facts. I mean, I don't know what – I mean, the teams he's losing to, come on. Compared to the teams Caleb is losing to, come on. 
It's just, it's just, it's, it's not right. It's only not right because they don't talk about it. How you don't talk about it? He's the number two quarterback in the draft this year from last year. Y'all only, it's two of them, and they stayed the same the whole year, and you only talk about one of them. I've never heard of that before. Man, look. Hmm. Somebody said Caleb is arguably not a good pocket passer. Neither is Josh Allen. Oh, yeah, and Josh Allen ain't getting fired. No. No time soon. No. That that dude was the next he's the next greatest thing in the world. Yeah, Josh Allen got years left. Ken the Dorsey, world. they Ken Dorsey like it was nothing. They still say Lamar Jackson is not a good pocket passer. I saw him light up uh Cincinnati last night. My fault left. I just, you know. No, I mean, hey, they ain't got Joe Beasy. He's he's going through injury bugs right now, but Lamar's the man. That's my favorite quarterback. That's all I'm saying, man. It's 2023, man. Stop all this. Oh, my quarterback has to be a great pocket pass. Right? No, he doesn't. Especially no, he doesn't. not in college. Look at Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts walked his way to the championship, and he's still man. not still not the best pass. No, at all. Not even top 10. In terms of just pure, like, man, I, that, that brother can just purely just pass. He's not even top 10. And he went to the Super Bowl last year. So, come on. Yeah. Right. Right. John Massey, that's a great point. Lamar throws interceptions. He can't read defense. If Josh Allen throws interceptions. He's a gunslinger. It's, <laughs> he, 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 I won't even say it's a race issue. That's just a media issue. And the, the, the narratives they choose to paint. Like I said, that's why I'm scared with the Bears, because it's propaganda. I don't I do. I, I'm not about to bring up race at all. It's just propaganda. People obsess over who they want to obsess over. Period. That's it. That's Just in it. life. People obsess over what they want to obsess over. Drake May might be a little bit more boring. He might not get you the clicks that Caleb Williams gets if you talk about his bad games. But he definitely has more bad games than Caleb this year. This year and last year. Hell, Caleb won the Heisman last year. Drake May wasn't in the even in the room yet. So what are we talking about? You know, that's from a Bears fan perspective. We've been through this left. We still do. We passed on Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, bro. The most egregious mistakes you could probably for, make. For Mitchell Trubisky, man. Now he's backing up to Kenny Pickett. He's still around, but still. I do. I, I can't go through this again. And I understand that Drake May is probably a better quarterback than Mitch Trubisky, but no, man. I can't have Notre Dame struggle at quarterback and then have the Bears do that to me all in one year. That's a tragedy. Lucky Lefty Podcast. We come back, Left. We'll give predictions. You already know Left said they got to score 50, so I expect his, uh, his prediction to uh, be crazy. The Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.